up, everyone? Welcome to the latest episodes from my mom's garage. As always, this is Tony and Nick. E, buddy. <laughs> Forgot that last part. Nicky, <laughs> how you been, bro? I'm chilling, bro. Chilling, chilling, chilling. Always, always chilling. So I was uh yesterday. Was it yesterday? Two days ago. So okay. you know how there's usually uh, movies that come out earlier, like probably like five years ago, four years ago, whatever. You're mm-hmm. like, I really want to watch it, but a lot, a bunch of other movies are just life gets in the way that you forget about it. Oh, big time! And it falls under the radar completely. Oh yeah, it's almost like it used to be, and now I think it's changed. Not to say that I watch more movies, but it used to be that if I didn't watch a movie within the first couple of weekends of its release to the theater. I'm more than likely I won't end up watching it because, like you said, other movies take precedent and then you push it to the back and then you start forgetting about it to the point where it comes up on your Netflix queue and you're like, oh, snap, I remember this. Exactly. That <laughs> that happened to me this uh, Friday, actually. And what was the movie? It was uh, Captain Fantastic. This is uh, with Viggo Mortensen and it's about that his... Uh, wife committed uh, passed away but during that time they were living in the middle of the woods with their like five six kids like homeschooling them i think that's that makes it harder to track those movies because you're talking about indie movies i've never even heard of that one yeah so yeah that that can fall beyond you know between the wayside really quickly so yeah so that movie i was like oh i remember when it came on like that that's like an indie movie i want to watch and Mm -hmm. and it just fell off and then Friday, I was like looking for a movie to watch, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, let me just flick around like different streaming services." And then I was like, "Captain Fantastic," and I could tell you, I love this movie. Really? Yeah it it was it's it a was, weird name for such a like dark, like dramatic. Type yeah, because story it, premise. And the whole pro- the whole premise is that um, he he grew all he raised they raised all their children in the wilderness, so they know a lot about survival skills. Mm-hmm. Like if you you have to hunt it. Mm-hmm. To eat it, so and they're they're very socially awkward, but they're very in, like incredibly intelligent. So they have their social cues are very off when they're meeting other people that are just in the, I guess, first world yeah uh, environments. So that like how they adapt to other people talking, how their family sees them, and how they're raised, and him self reflecting on on how what kind of life he wants his kids to live. After the fact of li- going through the whole process of of um, trying to go see his wife's funeral. So it was really, you have to watch it. It's a great movie. It really so great. just mountain people trying to act like, it sounds like. A, Interact a, with society. Sounds like a very realistic, more modern take on Encino? the no, Beverly Hill, the Beverly Hill, those are uh, Beverly Hill, what was it? The Beverly Hill Hillbillies? Yes. Sounds like a more dramatic, realistic take on that storyline. Where it's like they lived forever in the woods. They lived with nothing, and then they went to these places where the weirdest things were priority. Because can you imagine them going and people argue like, "Oh my god, my cell phone's about to die." My, you know, like, like their world's about to end. And like, they're looking around like each other, like, "What?" Like, yeah, this is what's valuable to you. Like there was there was a scene that they they met up with, uh, I guess the the dead wife's sister, mm-hmm. and they're having dinner. And they put chicken on the table. She goes, the little the, the little daughter was like, "Did you kill it? Who who hunted it?" She was like, "No, they it came already, cooked and killed and everything before mm-hmm. we picked it up." She's like, "That's like she had like this look like that's weird." Yeah, like how, you- how would you trust? <laughs> look, she asked the first question, which is honestly weird if you think about it. 
think about living in the middle of nowhere. Like thinking about living like limited people, right? Yeah. Like that would probably be the first thing you ask. Like, do you trust the person who killed and cooked this thing? Because if they do it incorrectly, they probably get sick. Yeah. But we're so like so used to eating stuff like that. We're just like we don't even ask that question. <laughs> we just ignore it. Just like, okay. like you know, we most of we ask is what restaurant is it from? Maybe <laughs> for, for flavor. But we don't really get into Flavor like perfect. you know what farm was it from you know who was the guy who killed it directly but yeah so this movie came out in 2016 so guys watch it it's on Netflix right now uh, Captain Fantastic but you're right there's a lot of movies especially indie movies that are like that where you see a trailer and you're like man that was amazing I would love to watch that and not realize like it could especially now because we don't we used to judge movies we used to time movie or schedule movies based on their theatrical release. But since we don't look for theatrical release as much as we look for streaming, like uh, straight to streaming networks release, yeah, it's so easy to disappear. It is. Because there's movies where I've been like, man, I got to watch that. And then like, you know, a couple weeks or months pass by and I'm like, then like pops in my head again. Like, man, what happened to this movie? I don't see anything about it. Next thing you know, yeah, we look it up and it's been out for like three weeks. That happened to us just last week when we did a... Um, the Mitchells and the Machine, because remember it was supposed. Oh well, to come no, out? that was different because we didn't think it was ever going to be released. Period. Yeah, they were. They, you know, we saw a trailer for it, and then we saw something saying that it was not going to be released, and then all of a sudden Netflix came out with it, and now everybody loves it. Yeah, guys, if you haven't heard it, we we have a full spoiler review of the Mitchells and the Machine on last week's episode. If you want to check it out, but mm-hmm. there's are some tra- There's one trailer that came out recently, mm-hmm. and it's on Hulu, a Hulu original, and it's Modoc. And it's a it's a, it's a TV show, right? Not a movie. It's, it's a TV show, and it's a which I, one of the things I love about it. I saw the trailer, and it's really funny. And and I think you referenced it. It reminded you of Robot Chicken, and I was like, that's how exactly I thought of it. A very Adult Swim, very claymation. Yeah, not claymation. It has like it has, it's uh it has like the essence of Spider Verse a little bit. Okay, the cartoony part, but it has that feel. But the comedy is more. I feel is like random. Random. And one thing I love about it is Pat uh, Patton Oswalt is the the voice of Modoc, and I love that guy. Anything he does, I usually watch just because it's, no, it's he's entertaining. A, he's kind of that guy, like that, especially when it comes to anything comic book or nerdy related. You yes. usually hear about him when he did that filibuster on um, Parks and Rec about, <laughs> uh, with uh, Star Wars and, and Marvel. Yeah, that was <laughs> the best monologue I've ever heard. That was funny on TV. But yeah, this is like um. No, I mean, I don't know. I saw the, I didn't even watch the show, but I saw the, the artwork and I'm like, that's the first thing that, that came to my head. And then I saw somebody make that reference. I'm like, yeah, it does look, it looks like a skit from Robot Chicken. Yeah. Because Robot Chicken does exactly stuff like that. So, you know, and I, I hear everybody talking about it, but or, you know. Or like Hunger Ting, uh, Aqua Ting Hunger Force. Or Birdman. Yeah. It has that, it has that very adult swim mm-hmm. taste to it. Now, the question is, is it going to be better than... Because I felt like they tried something similar where they were trying to t- take what Adult Swim made as far as type of as- comedy type of uh, artwork, yeah. right? There was a TV show uh, a couple years back. I think it only lasted one season. It was referenced to... Remember, not necessarily like He-Man, but there was these old TV shows with uh, like Barbarians or something like that. Like Oh, I remember. I remember what you're referencing. I don't remember yeah, the, but the was a the show. Uh, Zenar or something like that. Anyways, it was referencing that basically like those cartoon characters that were like barbarians, um, you know, fighting Zondar or something. Like yeah, Xander, Zelda or something like that. And basically, they're part of the normal world. Like they come from like an island or something, but they're more like 
they more referenced like if they were uh, like a different race of people, you know, versus car- actual cartoon people. So I watched it. It was okay. Like, it had some entertaining parts, but whatever. But it only lasted like one season. But I felt like that was somebody trying to take something maybe that cart- uh, Cartoon Network or, or Adult Swim made. Yeah. Like in references to other type of TV shows that they've had like that to try to bring it to more of a mainstream, which I don't think worked too well. True. But yeah, I, this what that's what this reminds me. It feels like somebody's trying to take an adult swim idea and and make it more mainstream. Yeah, but the thing that caught my attention is that it's a Marvel property and mm-hmm. it's on Hulu. But the content that the, how they talk about it, I think it's gonna be more adult. Yeah, but content. I mean, I thought I thought Marvel and Disney and all that stuff were gonna allow adult content or on Hulu on Hulu's platform. Also, Hulu's gonna be where they they would release like uh, um, Deadpool. Deadpool. So. Yeah, it will go on the Deadpool platform. Unless, but Deadpool two because they have the PG thirteen version is going to go on to Disney Plus if it does come out like that. See, but then because oh, of the whole acquisition. Well, it kind of bums me out because I was about to get, I was about to let uh, Hulu go. Well, because I like the only shows that I really keep Hulu for was because uh, I found out like some of my shows are available on other platforms, but the two shows that are not available mm-hmm. were um, um, Family Guy and American Dad, okay. or oh, an Archer. But Archer, I don't know if it's going to continue in a new episode. So, well, I'll about you for real. This is going to be start changing up soon, though, because what do you mean? Uh, Amazon. Amazon is buying, are in the process of buying MGM for like $9 billion. Question yes, is, but like, we have, you have mentioned that, but what was the properties that, that like, I would be interested in that we're going to get? Well, they, they have, um, what do they have? They have like the Rocky series, okay. they have like Creed. The James Bond series. All Tell of me them. that one. Yeah, I remember that one. They have uh, Silence of the Lambs, I think. Uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Um, what is another one? I'm trying to think. I feel like the Magnificent like, Se- Magnificent Seven. I feel like that's all like uh, Turner classic movies. Yeah, they sound like it, but but the, I think they. But there's yeah. no no properties within the last decade. Not that I can think of immediately, but those are the big ones that they that mm-hmm. have the carry the most weight. Okay. So. Um, this came out of the recent announcement after AT and T said that they're gonna merge Warner Warner Time Media mm-hmm. and Discovery together. They're gonna merge them together so they become one company instead of two separate ones. So and AT and T holds HBO Max and all mm-hmm. that. So Amazon's picking up that, but then they also not only did they do that, they also have the rights to a lot of TV shows like Shark Tank, uh. One that's through Hulu is uh, the the Maiden's... What is that? Oh, Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale, Fargo, uh, The Real House of Beverly Hills, uh, Survivor, The Voice. They're all through MGM. Really? So, so, so basically anything, any live action, like uh, realistic... Or, or like, like any live... Uh, any reality TV Reality-based sh- TV Reality shows. TV shows going through MGM. Definitely, because I don't watch that stuff. I don't yeah, know. I know, I know. But I, it's... I mean, I'm going to pay for Amazon anyway, so if it's included, great. It's going to be included, but I don't know. But this is the thing. is like There's going to be a lot of things that are going to be carrying over, or, and it's going to help them maybe with, uh, I guess, contract agreements because the Handmaid's Tale is considered like a Hulu original. So if they if they they can't leave or they would have to pay for the property to keep it there. That means, I mean, more than likely because, again, everybody's set kind of the marketing the way it is. Either they stop the show... Um, and in future, MGM starts to try to adapt it. Yeah. 
but they probably won't be able to take like re- the reruns of it. Yeah. So, because that was that was made under Hulu's moniker. So even though MGM was part of it, it's almost like you fronted the money, but we already said this is Hulu, so yeah, you can't take away the old episodes. You can't really take the new episodes, but you can just stop us from making any more. Yeah. So. It is weird, but it, and and I was reading more into it, and I was looking into it, and I was like realizing there was a lot of um, there was a lot of uh, acquisitions or just major companies are trying to like take everything together, just consolidating to, it's to the point that the government has to come in when they do acquire such a big asset asset like that. I feel like uh, now that all these streaming networks are going, are getting to the point that they are, they're gonna like. Because, you know, okay, so before when we were arguing over what cable systems we would we'd adapt, right? Yeah. We would have to pay for specific channels, right? But now it's almost like with the way things are now, it's almost like we have to be more choosy on which streaming networks we have. Because, yeah, if I go to, let's say, you know, Disney, I'm not going to get anything that has an um, MGM. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, they're not going to share each other. I'm not going to pay extra to get this, this, that. I would just have to pay to get the whole different streaming network. Yeah. But what I'm curious about is I feel like the little, the ones that are, I feel like are going to start being acquired now is the channels that thought that they can, they can survive on their own. Yeah. Oh, one that already happened. Which one? Um, Lionsgate bought, bought stars. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they bought stars. Lionsgate they, was big as Lionsgate acquired stars. I feel like Star for like I, four billion dollars or something like that. I feel like Stars is a bigger network than Lionsgate. Like I don't remember the last big Lionsgate movie I remember watching, but because I watched uh, Gods, um, American Gods was on Stars, and a lot of new movies was, are usually on Stars. Like any new big movies, and that's and that's one thing I tried, uh, well, that's and funny enough that you say that because that's that caught my attention. I'm like, I'm like Stars. They bought a actual network of a channel network that they mm-hmm. own now. But then you also have like AT and T buying Time Warner, Disney buying Fox, Sony buying Crunchyroll. Well, okay. So if Sony, if Sony, I don't, I don't, I don't think Sony's gonna come out with an app, mm-hmm. um, streaming app. But they do. They're gonna cover the game, I think. Oh, because of their movies. Their movies, and now they have Crunchyroll, so they're gonna have full on anime, anime, and actual live action movies that they have under their belt. Well, Sony wasn't the the people because okay, look, what, like who okay. Think about this. Who is going to get... Because the thing is, now that cable is getting basically just phased out, yeah. the little channels are going to have to go places. Like, for example, I don't think... I cannot foresee Peacock surviving on its own. No, it's not. I just don't... Because one, I, there was only one show I watched, and I was just curious about the show, which was a, the Save of the Bell thing. But I think they're under Viacom. They're under Viacom mm-hmm. and CBS. Because it's, uh, no, yeah, no, CBS. I know. CBS turned into Peacock. Um, but and then I'm sure they're a good channel, like as far as if you have cable and stuff. But no, CBS isn't CBS. No, that's, that's the, Paramount. What CBS All Access is Paramount. That's the Paramount. No, so wait, who Peacock the, is NBC. Okay, so what you think CBS bought NBC? No, no, they didn't. Oh, they definitely didn't. No, but, but that's what I'm trying to say is that somebody's gonna Peacock is not gonna survive on its own, even though it has some of the most the content people like, which is like um, The Office, Parks and Recs. Yeah, is that gonna hold it? Uh, no, hold people water. Are, uh, those shows are gone. So nobody's gonna pay for an entire channel one. They could basically just buy the entire series on Blu-ray for so twenty bucks and uh, for like sixty bucks a whole D- a DVD set. Or yeah, even if you if you buy it on Amazon, you can buy it for the whole the whole thing. So you stream it whenever you want. Um, 
so that's what I'm saying. But Peacock on its own is not going to survive. But the one that I'm really curious about, because I feel like ever since everything's been going on lately, I don't hear about it as much, is a sci-fi network. Yeah. Like, they, I don't think, I mean, as much as people love their content every so often, I can't foresee buy, paying for sci-fi by itself. Yeah, I know. And I feel like somebody's going to acquire them because just there's, a, just, there's a fan base to it. There's a fa- yeah, because if you, if you, well, no. Well, the channel itself, or the no, people but think about the shows that were that appeared on there. There's some some good shows, and they're but yeah, available. yeah, but those shows appeared on those networks, not based off the network itself owning the rights to them. Maybe I know, but the, like if somebody, if whoever did like Battlestar Galactica, mm-hmm. who did um, like the, all the whole Star Trek series, mm-hmm. whoever owns the rights to those are are better at a better position to be acquired than the network itself. For sci-fi, well, sci- I guess what sci-fi. I'm saying is, sci-fi network always has these weird original type shows Sharknado. and movies. <laughs> yeah, like they're weird, but you know they're, they're they're entertaining. But the thing is, while I'm sure what they've already created can be kind of sectioned off to other people, yeah, the idea that they come out with newer stuff is what I'm saying is that they won't be able to produce anything new if they're not acquired by somebody. No, that's true. So that's what I'm saying. Like, what was the last one? Assassins, uh, Assassin High School, remember whatever it's called. Assassination uh, High School, Deadly Class, Deadly Class. Sorry, I mean, <laughs> wow. That's how my memory was. Like, it, I live off descriptions, not names. Um, but that's the thing. That was, a and good, that was a great comic book too. It was. That the, was. Uh, the show didn't pan out as well. I, guess. I know it didn't. I think it. It, it just, started it, off pretty well though. But the um, first, the first, I think the first two episodes was good, and then I, and I think after that it just fell off for me, and I didn't watch anything else. I didn't. Really yeah, play. I forgot. I don't, was th- an I don't think I finished the season. There was an episode I just kind of lost interest in after that, but the whole idea was was amazing. Actually, I would love to see it as a really well done, well done movie. No miniseries. I think it would be a better miniseries. Maybe because if you think if you think if. I feel like Deadly Class is uh, was the one with um, with Angelina Jolie. This it was he was like an assassin. His, he was trying to kill his dad. Wanted. Wanted. It's like another version of Wanted. When I, when I first read it, I was like, oh, but it's you. You're more going through the high school angst of like. But the only thing was Wanted. It was very kind of. It was that would be that it would, was flashy, bloody. It wasn't like gory. Like I would like something more dramatic, bloody. Like I want, yeah. I want tension. But yeah, you're right. Maybe wanted. Wanted is like almost a, a not equivalent to Deadly Class, but just the premise of it's the, the same pr- principle. I taking guess, taking I taking somebody from the outside, bringing them in, training them, and putting them as an assassin. Yeah. But this one, it has more. Uh, Back and forth emotions, dramas within the well, group that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't. That's why I wouldn't. I don't think it would work as a TV show because the a the limited series, I, yes, a limited series, yeah, because you have an ending. But yeah, like, yeah, with the TV show, within probably, twelve episodes, perfect. Yeah, because I think with a TV show, eventually it'll just get they'll start doing like super like cheap kind of high school like you know type. it becomes CW. Yeah, it'll become the CW something like that. No, it 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 needs to be like a hardcore gritty like dramatic not dramatic but definitely like tension yeah and there was a lot of that because i mean there was drug dealers there were all this like this wasn't like yeah they were all assassins but they were assassins like people you picture now would actually have to go to a place like that like some of them were homeless people that just you know none of their luck and well not on the luck, but they were willing to kill people and they're like well they'd be good to to be for this class stuff like that so it was it was an interesting show. It would have been an interesting like except miniseries. Miniseries. No, I would have yeah. loved to see a conclusion to it. Yeah, true. 
Um, but continuing on, what else you got? What did you feel about? Oh well, it got confirmed, and I know this is one of I don't I don't know if it's one of your top ten movies. Okay, Highlander. It's How, one what, of my top what? favorite movies, as much as the show. I think the show is what caught me and first. Well, how, how would you rank I remember it in, the in movies? Mo- top what, 20, 25? Well, because the first one was my favorite. Yeah. Right? The second one, nobody wants to talk about. You know, and everything else after that was just kind of like, it felt like it was more for fun than it really was a movie. Uh-huh. But the TV show was what really hooked me completely. So, I mean, I'm a fan of all of it. The only thing is, and I, I think you're gonna you're coming to the where they, where they were going to put Henry Cavill. They confirmed it. I don't know as how a I feel lead about role. that. With but at, but you have to also premise it with that they're having the John Wick director Chad uh, Stileski mm-hmm. directing it. So you're gonna you're gonna have some good action scenes. I just I honestly I know I would like I know it sounds so weird. I don't like. I would like it if Henry Cavill did not like do Witcher. No, if he didn't look like a bodybuilder, if he didn't have the Superman body or the Witcher body, because those are just he's more muscular than he is anything else. Like if he mm-hmm. was skinnier, like that's one thing I loved about the Highlander. It was never really about him being. He looked like an average dude. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, but he had the, all this ability. But he had all this ability based on his experience and, and existence. Like yeah. that's. You know, and, and that's what the TV show used to reference a lot because every time he would do something, he would kind of go back in time in his head and show you where he learned it. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It, most of the show was about that because that's the whole point of Highlander is this guy is immortal. He has lived 400 something years plus. That is why he is who he is. That's where his skill set comes from and all that stuff. So to have a guy who looks like superhero, you know, body wise, it's. Not a bad idea. It just I it feel like this is gonna be another movie, another show. It's gonna be like it's gonna be The Witcher, or it's gonna be Conan, or it's gonna be something else. It's not gonna be Highlander. Yeah. Where it's this guy who, based on his experience in life, has learned how to be this fighter. Not necessarily that. Oh, because he's maybe a, that guy from Arrow. What's his name? They look, they look. Oh, um, uh, Amel. Stephen Amel. Stephen Amel. I think he would be better. I think so. Physically, I like him physically. But, no, no, physically. Yes, I like him physically as far as the character is concerned. The only thing I don't know how I feel about it is if you're gonna turn him into the Highlander specifically because the Highlander is, um, I think, it's Scottish. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he can play. Like, I don't know if he would play that well. Like, if you give me like, if he was like maybe, it sounds weird, but like, I don't know, Irish or I'm not exactly sure what his background is or what he, what a background character he would look. But I just felt like I don't see him as. Highlander, like, but I could be wrong. I guess I he, I don't know something about his look. It's nothing bad. It's just I'm just trying to picture. He it. looks too big for the role, pretty. Much. No, 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 no. Well, oh, no, no. Henry Cavill Henry, looks yeah. too big for yeah. But as far as uh, Stephen, uh, Amell? Stephen Amell, I'm not. I mean, maybe. Um, but definitely, I feel like somebody who looks like they're a little weathered. Yeah. Somebody who looks like they've like they've they've experienced some stuff. Yeah. Would be such a cool like for that role, like such a cool look for that role. So based, well, so going on to the next topic mm-hmm. is that based on visual appearance of compared to the comic book portrayal, okay, uh, The Rock just recently released a photo of his first look uh, as Black Adam, and I don't, it's it's just like a silhouette. So I, I don't know. No, he, it looks like he's like he's cast for Doom. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like that is not an that is not a teaser. Like that's just 
you know what that that oh my god that can you imagine he was like, he's doing like the intro to the to, to wwe or something like that wrestlemania it's just, coming back it's just weird like it's like if a girl i mean it's weird. okay it's like if a girl's like almost sent you a sexy picture and then they just have this massive towel like from that covers from the top of their head all the way to their ankles and you're like i I don't see anything like what can I <laughs> like okay. oh it's behind the towel how what is what information can I gather from that to get excited yeah like that yeah that you're completely covered you're not even showing anything pertaining to the outfit or your look or anything like that so the closest I think I could get is like his boots maybe a little bit <laughs> but that's and, what I'm saying it's like and maybe a little bit of his like chin that's all you see uh, uh, with anything that exists that's what I'm saying if you would have not so very, if you would have not seen that uh, show me that I would have thought he's either he's either gonna be in the new Dune movie, or the Empire from Star Wars just got buff. That's that's it. Palpatine <laughs> just got Pal- buff. Palpatine hit the gym this whole time during the pandemic. <laughs> like that's all two conclusions I can get from that. Ray. He's gonna come back and kill Ray. <laughs> yeah, I was. So, it was so like uh, lackluster. Like, well, especially you know, if you're gonna. That, that that's what I'm saying. Especially if you're going to like, if he did that on his own. Like, he did it on his own Instagram, kind of like, I'm getting dressed, so he just dresses up like that. I wouldn't care too much, like, because, eh, you know, whatever. It's just a mess like, Oh, the first look teaser of but The Rock. you literally took Adam. a professional, looks like you took a professional photo shoot, set this up somehow, and took this picture, and then announced it through the official site of the page or the movie, and you're like, the official teaser. That's not a teaser. <laughs> Batman's was a teaser, I think, when he first showed whatever they showed of Batman. That was a teaser. Because I think all you saw was really the chest plate. Yeah, that's it. And that was enough to be like, Ooh. That's a teaser. You can get information. You could like, divine a bunch of things from that. Yeah. This, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be that, that 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 echelon level of nerd that's just going to decipher everything from that. But I'm not there yet. You're not there? <laughs> all right. So, uh, one more topic. Two more topics. Two more yeah, topics. yeah. And this one is our our, our, our great movie franchise, uh, Fast and the Fur- Fast and the Furious. Fast and Furious. <laughs> Fast and Furious Science uh, had an international opening weekend of pushes franchise over six billion dollars. So they had about a hundred and twenty seven million dollars bringing in internationally on opening weekend. That's funny. And theatrical. Is it fair though? Like I feel like, <laughs> you know, I, I know I'm just saying like box office views right now. I feel like that's been the norm for such a long time. But this last year or so, I feel like it's unfair to base it on that because it's almost like, yeah, if a bunch of people go watch it, is it because your movie's so good? Is but because mm-hmm. hey, they just opened up the theater in my neighborhood, and, and there's so many limited movies out. Exactly. Um, or, I caveat this with this. Mm-hmm. To, to 2020's highest grossing superhero movie mm-hmm. was Sonic. Because <laughs> that literally was released right before the pandemic. Yeah, like before that, was the, that was the highest grossing superhero movie. And that just says, like, I, the reason it makes so much because it's probably like that's the only thing, very few movies. That was the only, I, I mean, especially. No, I'm talking about, talking about Fast, 20, Fast 9. Okay. It's like saying, like how you were saying, it's like very, it's either very limited that people have movie theaters open and the ones that do. Primarily, probably have two or three screenings going on yeah, because, because that's the only thing that's new. Yeah, because wasn't it China have like a limited uh, number of movies to release? And then you think about it, um, even if we watch the movie, are we going to be watching the movie that they? I feel like they kind of catered, and because everything is going on, they probably literally 
can you imagine if they overdid it and like all of a sudden there's a character like that suit that nobody in the U.S. knows who the hell they are, but in other countries is like super popular. Yeah. And all of a sudden they just kind of squeeze them in through like the different scenes. So he has those kind of like dramatic moments with Vin Diesel and like, oh, look, that's that guy from around the corner. Like, yeah, (laughs) as a way to kind of as a a way to kind of like just boost their ticket sales in those areas. I don't know. Yeah. So it it, it is what it is. And and I just think let's see what happens when it releases out here. That's what I want to say. Actually, did you see the SNL? Um, they did a skit no, about. I don't. You know what? I don't watch SNL. I do. I, no, I, no, I, no, I don't. No, I'm saying, but every Sunday morning when I wake up, I literally go on YouTube and just start looking up like the skits, the highlight skits. Well, no, well, they're almost all the skits, but oh. um, one of the skits was uh, the like it looks like Vin Diesel was doing a commercial for AMC, <laughs> uh, for the for the uh, the purpose of that one. But everything he was saying. Like as far as the reasons why going back to the movies, whatever, like it was like negative. <laughs> yeah, let's go back for the sticky floors and like the yeah. like there's like all these different things that people were like, wait, I don't want to go for that. And it's funny because at the very end of the commercial or the very end of the skit, uh, they're like, oh, but just the masks are still required. Let's go home and watch this. <laughs> like <laughs> watch this movie. Like I don't know. I just I wish that now with everything going on, they start to adapt and be like, you know something, let's try a different way to. Judge the movies. Yeah. Judge how the while the movie's doing. Yeah, because I, a lot of uh, streaming services don't let li- release their streaming numbers. That's one thing, mm-hmm. and that could help to seeing how many people have either have rewatched it or watched it. But you know, let's see how it does when oh, it which hits. Mo- oh, how much movies are talked about as much? Yeah, that's yeah. That's, that's a little that's a little slippery slope only because. Because it could be a trending topic just because of a scene or just one scene that just everybody's that like has just, to t- talks about it and then yeah. everybody just dives into in, in, uh, the, uh, uh, outside of capital like taking the whole movie as a as a whole yeah but yeah we'll we'll see what happens when it's the U.S. I know I'm not going I'm gonna wait till it hits like HBO Max or something I'm telling you I'm in protest I want I want all movies to go straight to, <laughs> to yeah. streaming so our last topic and which uh-huh. is the most entertaining thing I've read recently is that a uh, Apparently rumored, well, they've mentioned that Marvel is in early development of a Midnight Sun, a Midnight Suns movie. So Midnight Suns is like a team up of supernatural uh, heroes fighting supernatural. I mean, like dark, uh, like Dark Justice League, mm-hmm. like Justice League Dark. Sorry, Justice League Dark in some essence, because it usually this one will have. In the in the movie, they they're they're in the early development one that they're trying to do. They're gonna have Ghost Rider, Blade, Doctor Strange, um, Hannibal King, uh, who else was it? Hellstorm, and Blade. In this movie, you just said Blade three two, twice. So Ghost Rider. Did I say Ghost Rider? You said Doctor Ghost Rider. Strange. Mm-hmm. So let me So Doctor Strange. Oh, that's what it was. I'm missing. Uh, Wanda. Wanda Maximoff. Okay. So, so Wanda, Doctor Strange, Ghost Rider, Blade, Hellstorm, and Hannibal King. Hellstorm, Hellstorm. Why does it sound? He's a, he's a, he's in a Ghost Rider. He's in a Blade. He's a character in Blade. Oh, really? Yeah. Why well, uh, Hannibal King? I know is a character in Blade as well. Yeah. So, so now they they said because they apparently that Ghost Rider is going to have an appearance in Doctor Strange Two: Multiverse mm-hmm. of Madness. Hellstorm and um, Hannibal King are going to have an appearance in Blade, the series. Okay. So this is going to probably, they're going to try to put it together as a team up with 
as a, as a mini as a movie as a how you think they're gonna depict Ghost Rider though like because right now the only image we have of Ghost Rider well there's two but the one that's most prominent is um, Nicolas Cage yeah they're trying to see if they could they're really trying to get Norman Reedus as Ghost Rider there's a petition I can see that I can see that he's actually like he would actually be perfect he just he looks like the cool bike rider guy yeah he does so. I love this concept, and and this what what talks about uh, what this brings up in a lot of conversations that I've read and talked about with people is mm. that, and Marvel's mention is that they're trying to after the Infinity War they were mm. like this movie took twenty movies to make to one culminating moment. Yes, what we want to do now is trying to have that success in smaller, like five movie five runs. movies releases. With team ups, so now that because now they already they already hinted through Wanda, uh, Falcon, Hawkeye that's coming out. They're mm. leading to a Young Avengers series okay. or TV show or movie, whatever way they want to go with it. Mm-hmm. They also now they're doing now they ha- they announced that they're gonna do like a early early pr- development of Midnight Suns. Oh, who else is in it? Maybe Moon Knight. I think Moon Knight. Oh, I want to say Moon Knight seemed like somebody. Yeah, like Moon... all dark or dark characters from Marvel. Yeah, so Moon Knight too. That's another one that for the Midnight Suns. Then they also they were saying that they might even do like a Dark Avengers mm-hmm. team up, but a lot of uh, they're going to start adding more characters into after, I guess this single team up. So they'll do another like five movie arc. Mm-hmm. So they, I guess they're going to start separating everybody into their their respective areas like if you're cosmic if you're street level if you're supernatural so they're basically gonna do like what i kind of x-men did was once they start hitting space the team's gonna kind of split yeah and so like people that do space and people that don't do space yeah so like that's how they they're gonna split like with the marvels with captain marvel photon and uh miss marvel going out mm-hmm. probably going out to outer space and doing something and then Hopefully they interact with Silver Surfer. I really want him to come in, so I don't care how he comes. Well, in. the thing is, once Silver Surfer comes into the picture, then it's Fantastic Four. Yeah, like well, you said, didn't they? Then when I saw that as a suspicious thing, where it's like, I think it was in uh, uh, WandaVision where they somebody had mentioned something about four astronauts that were missing. Yes, and that's that and you know what's a funny reference. thing is that um, the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. one of the Super Bowl announcement, a commercial. Was like a it, it looks like a health it was like a health or uh, like insurance commercial but everything was hinting about it apparently it was fake but everything was hinting about it, it was a Fantastic Four teaser it was like because the the way they did the four was like Fantastic Four everything essence. yeah yeah so people were like they're teasing Fantastic Four without giving you Fantastic Four <laughs> and how they announced the Phase Four is with the Fantastic Four pretty much logo that they're going with. So that's how they supposedly can end it. But that would be amazing. Now that they go to space and they mentioned in WandaVision that the four astronauts are astronauts that they're missing that went out. Mm-hmm. So let's see where that leads to. But talking about Midnight Sun, I love the concept of the supernatural side of Marvel. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that now they're going to start leading into smaller, smaller group team ups. I because wonder, it's a shorter movie, so I'm gonna have to wait like five, ten, twenty years to watch one big team up. I have to good, I could do three mo- three years. But I wonder if now with that one, um, if they're gonna start because I mean, when you tell me dark, that kind of like dark universe or type thing for Marvel, I automatically picture like 
because I know that they're gonna supposedly gonna keep Daredevil, and I always loved Daredevil as a TV show character. Mm-hmm. So he's another one that I was like, man, I would like to see him in the show like that, like a team up like that. Um, and also I think they say they're gonna keep uh, Jessica Jones. Is this, am I saying right? Jessica Jones for yeah. the. They're supposed yeah. to keep those two characters out of all of them. Out of all of Netflix's uh Well, Marvel. they're keeping Charlie Cox as Daredevil, mm-hmm. Jessica Jones. I They might bring in John Bernthal for The Punisher. I don't think they're picking up Luke Cage or... No, those didn't. Or Iron Fist. I didn't like the way those two shows well, I, I know. were Luke, ended. Luke Cage started well, but I didn't like the way it, it ended. And then season two. Actually, I prefer them to bring... Um, this guy, I like that he's an interesting character. I just, I don't know what he would be. I think I, I loved him when they they said that he might have been um, Savage, the guy who played African. I think it was an African man, or what was his name in the movie? In Luke Cage, he was a guy that he used voodoo to like, oh, to be able to hit him. I don't remember the name of the character, but, but I, that I remember actor. The character. I find that actor really interesting, and when they hinted that he would be Savage, like he would be. A hunter that uses Wakandan technology to hunt with. Oh, that'd be dope. I thought that was like when they hinted that that was like this one. This like more than a year ago. That was such a cool concept that I wish they followed through with it. Yeah, but let's see. Let's see what they announced with. And like that, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into the latest episodes from my mom's garage. <laughs> As always, you can find us on our social media pages: Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at From My Mom's Garage. And as always, guys, let us know what you think, comments, concerns, even have, leave a review on Apple iTunes because that will bring up our visibility to everybody else that enjoy, like you would enjoy the show. And as always, tell a friend, send a friend, bring a friend. See you next week. Peace. Later, guys.